Glory to Jesus Christ. Glory to you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We celebrate, start the celebration of the conception of the forerunner, John the Baptist. And Mother Beth and I were musing a little bit before the service this evening, just thinking, haven't we heard this already? Because if you think back, partly because they've fallen on Sundays, we had the beheading of John the Baptist. We then had the feast for the prophet Zechariah and the righteous Elizabeth. And now we have the conception of John the Baptist. And we come back continually to these themes. And they're just a few weeks apart. You may have noticed something about Orthodox worship by this point, that we repeat a lot of things. Not only once, but we'll do it two times more. So we'll do things in threes. And we like to do that sometimes even more than that. Sometimes it's up to 40. But repetition is something that is not especially lauded. There are certain aspects in our culture that like repetition, like winning, uh, getting certain things that you desire, but when it comes to things of religion or things, you could say, things of the heart, that's not generally what we like to talk about. We like to talk about our feelings. We like spur of the moment. We like uh, to change things up. We like uh, innovation, we like creativity, we like the things that make us respond that are typically very emotional, that are typically very uh, short-lived, but they are things that our culture, especially in regards to religion, it's what the focus is on. We repeat, and it's built into the very fabric of worship. I would say it's built into the very fabric of reality, because worship just flows from reality. Do we, maybe some of us, tire waking up every single morning? But the world around us repeats itself. The sun comes up, the sun goes up, and then it goes down. At least from our point of view, that's how it works. Uh, we see and experience our life in a bunch of kind of inner circles within circles within circles of repetition. And it is in worship of the church that we have even from, if you look at the worship of the Old Testament, uh, even in this encounter that we have uh, for us that we've sung about in the hymnody, what is Zechariah doing? He's doing uh, the annual entrance into the Holy of Holies because it happens and everything within the life of Israel happens in these particular cycles of repetition. Can you imagine if there was a a group of Jews, I'm sure at some point they were, they were there, they just never made it to scripture, who said, why can't we do something different? What they usually meant when let's do something different was let's go to these idols over here and we're going to do those repetitions instead of these repetitions, because, let's be honest, you can't get out of the repetition. But this repetition is not just in vain. The repetition that is built into our worship is to 
condition us. It's to steadily, like water dropping, to change us, to shape us. You know, like you get the Grand Canyon. That was not as much water as you might think, but it creates a gigantic chasm. The services of the church are prayers, and praying, I would say rote prayers, are like prayers that you can memorize, prayers that you come to again and again and again and again. It is because we forget. It is because we get into other cycles of repetition, and we come back to life-giving cycles of repetition. And it is something that we hear, especially in Vespers, you know, as we come to this middle of the week, and for many of us who are here, this is a kind of rhythm, becomes a part of the rhythm of our week. Like, I missed last Wednesday, and it felt weird, right? When you miss these services, uh, when it becomes a part of the rhythm, uh, when you step away from it, even for just a little bit, uh, you feel the gap. Vespers is especially repetitious uh, in a theme that I think we can, of course, attribute to the Baptist, whose conception we celebrate this day and whose theme in his ministry was repentance and the preparation of the way for our Lord. When we come to the service of Vespers, and you'll see this even reflected in your evening prayers, there's something very natural built in. When you rise up in the morning, there is a kind, the, the prayers that you'll offer uh, will be, thank you for rising, you know, getting me up, uh, not striking me down even in my sleep, uh, that you will, then also there's prayers about guidance for the day, uh, that you will, uh, especially the prayers I think many of us incorporate with the Optina prayer from the Optina elders about how we're gonna interact with people throughout the day. And then you come to the end of the day, the sun is setting, you start getting tired. Uh, there's something I've found especially, I don't know if it's because it's bedtime with the kids, but it's like right after dinner, my energy just goes, whoo! Probably because I have to put the kids to bed. Uh, and it just, your body just like, no, I don't want to do that. And then we come to evening and our prayers turn to looking backwards, taking account. Uh, and in that taking account, then coming to the basic response that we need is repentance, the theme of the Baptist. We hear this in what we call the evening litany that is assigned uh, at the end of Vespers, towards the end of Vespers. Uh, we ask for the pardon and remission of our sins and transgressions, that all things that are good and profitable, profitable for our souls, that we may complete the remaining time of our life in peace and repentance that our life is focused on peace, that our life is focused especially on repentance as an ongoing, repetitious pattern in our life. So that we, and as we hear in the next litany, when we come to the judgment seat of Christ, that we have a good defense because we've, in that patterns, those habits, those repetitions that we've built into our life, we're ready to stand before the judgment seat of Christ. This is life-giving. It may not always feel life-giving. It may feel burdensome. It may feel 
like drudgery, it may feel boring, it may feel, okay, I want something new, I want something interesting, I want something else to think about. But all of those things are repetitions or patterns that can draw you away, or they are short-lived, or they might make you have an emotional response, there's not necessarily anything wrong per se about emotions, but as you have lived long enough, your emotions, they come and they go, and then they come again, and they may come and they may stay for a while, but there's almost always something on the other side of that. And worship is to get underneath and to hit the deep uh, self, those deep patterns that we have within us, to slowly but surely drip, 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 to soften our hearts so that we may turn in repentance to our Lord as we come to the setting of the sun, that we know that in our looking towards our Lord, that we will stand before him at the judgment seat of Christ, that we will have, and through all of our day-in, day-out patterns, developed a heart that is ready to stand before him. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.